0: About change
1: with the with Utopians.
0: So, I think we should all stay tuned. Mm. Good morning, sunshine. Huh? Me? Yeah, you. Hey, good morning. Guess what?
1: What? Good morning, though. What? What's up?
0: I'm sorry to wake you up, but I had to tell you about this thing. What thing? This thing. What thing? It's called Landing Lion.
1: A landing lion?
0: Do you know what a landing lion is?
1: No, my English is not that great.
0: Of course it isn't, you Mm. I am phoba. Okay. Regardless, have you ever wondered how you could view all your analytics all at once to understand what you should be looking for? As you market yourself throughout the world.
1: Did you think that through this
0: very moment when you woke up? No. No. No, No, why not?
1: I was thinking that um, I need to get breakfast.
0: No, that's not what you should be thinking.
1: Okay, what should I be thinking?
0: I think you should be thinking, what is Landing Line?
1: Okay, tell me.
0: Landing Line will do just all of that, just for you. Just for me? Just for you. Do you like technology?
1: Oh, I love technology.
0: Do you like innovating yourself through technology? Of
1: course. Who
0: wouldn't? So, what are you gonna do? Learn. Are you gonna get more information about Landing Lion at LandingLion.com?
1: Oh yes I will.
0: Okay. Will you?
1: Alright, I do it right now.
0: Are you gonna sign up for free?
1: What it's free? It's free. Oh my god, I'm definitely doing it now.
0: So what's more important, breakfast or this?
1: A little bit before I do this first, thing.
0: Fuck yeah. Let's go. Let's do this. Alright. Now, back to the episode. So before we begin this this third episode, I just want to say we had to fast forward through some parts. Got a little boring. For me, personally. Because I don't understand anything military, so you get the point. Now back to the episode. Tea Pardon. What was it? Tea Pardon. Tea Pardon? Yes. Do you you understand it? Do you you get the play on words? Yeah. Good. Uh,
2: kinda, sorta. Not really. I just go along with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, well, Tea Pardon is a podcast. This is our third episode. And it is basically you spilling the tea of your life. And we'll go through the tea of your life, too. And we'll go through our own mm-hmm. tea of our own life. And basically, right. yeah. And so basically, the part in part is like, if you feel like you did a mistake, you know, here's your chance to redeem yourself, I guess. That's where we got the name oh, from. Oh, okay. And we got our own website, All right. Too. I, I get the reference
2: now, though.
0: <laughs> good, good. Hello, listeners, as you can hear, um, I'm talking to Andy. I'm here with Vin.
1: Vin, 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 Vin.
0: Vin, Vin, Vin. Okay. So, Andy is all the way in Utah right now. That's where he lives. And that's why he is on the phone. And that's why I can't go all the way to Utah to talk to him. As much as I would love to visit him, because I haven't seen him in so long. <coughs> um... Yeah. So, before we start, I would like to talk about one thing. Do you know what this one thing is? So, okay. So, I've been trying to get onto a diet. Vin and I have been trying to get onto a diet. Because ever since we started dating, we gained a lot of weight. Okay?
1: Hey, speak for yourself.
0: No. We both gained a lot of weight, okay? You know how it is, healthy, whatever, relationship weight.
1: What? What are you pointing at me? You gained more!
0: Yeah, well, that
1: happened.
0: So anyways, I'm bringing this up because we had, like, late night Burger King run just now. And we were literally just eating as we were talking to you before. And you are doing a late night, like, food run right now. And so, I want to talk about... I wanna talk about how like, now I, I've become like a, like a fast food connoisseur, and I wanna give my take on Burger King right now, okay? Cuz Burger King used to be so <laughs> shitty, okay? Right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. It used to be so bad, like... It was, it
2: was really bad.
1: Before that, we're not sponsored by Burger King in any way, so we're possible. But if you like to sponsor us, Burger King? Yeah.
0: No, okay. So... <laughs> Okay, so, like, I never ate fast food for like a long time until recently, (laughs) and people Uh are just like really mad with Wendy's, and I thought Wendy's was like the best, you know, because they had a lot of options. And so I was like, Wendy's has to be the best, right? So like, anytime I would like delve into fast food, I would only get Wendy's, and it turns out Wendy's is actually getting worse, but Burger King somehow is like upping its game. Like, do you agree with me right
1: oh yeah it's probably because they lost billions of dollars last year that, that that's just a factor probably and a lot of customers and going bankrupt but that's just just, just something that happens
0: oh, you know so yeah like they got rid of their spicy chicken nuggets Wendy's did which is a bad move on them right that's revenue- that's yeah. revenue- bad rev. like that's that's bad press too because it's like everyone likes spicy you know and so yeah Apparently, I'm just saying, like, Burger King is actually really good now, <laughs> and I'm upset. Like, I don't want to be upset because I shouldn't be talking about fast food, like, in a connoisseur kind of way, but y- mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, we're fat. Just leave it be. Yeah,
0: Th- the bottom line is we're just <laughs> fat. Where are you going right now?
1: Fat a...
2: <laughs> What
0: happened? So, where are you going right now?
2: Oh, probably headed to uh, Chick-fil-A.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're open at this Gotta get my
2: fix the Chick-fil-A in Yeah, they're open till like 10 30 my time Or oh. 10 o'clock my time, I should say oh. Yeah Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. What are you gonna get?
2: I'm planning on uh, getting The general, uh spicy deluxe Oh I never had that yeah. sure it. I don't really eat
0: Chick-fil-A but
1: Yeah, I go with Basically, Chick-fil-A Basically, if you one. like it yeah. I go Chick fil A for things. Basically, thing, if you like Wendy's.
0: hmm. Like, yeah, when I was,
2: was going to say, basically. <laughs> <So> what happened? <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> oh, well, then. I said, basically, if you like Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich, you'll love Chick fil A's. Spicy Lux.
0: I do like their spicy chicken sandwich. That's like the only thing I order from there. Because it's good. <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> I mean, it depends on which Wendy's you go to. <laughs> Some of them are spicier than others. But, I definitely want you to try that. Because now I'm fat, Andy.
2: Yeah, now yeah, are all fat. We'll get some play next time. It's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go to Sonic. No. So, yeah, I mean, I love Sonic, too. Sonic's great. But we'll, we'll talk about this. I mean, I'm I feel, like, just really fat just talking about this. So. Um... What we're going to talk to Andy about is talking about ch, ch-, ch- changes ch cha ch- changes
1: Changing in life. A commercial.
0: A Chia commercial. <laughs> a Sia commercial? A Chia commercial. Oh, Chia. cha cha chia. chia Okay. But more specifically, in the past year, Andy has gone through a lot of changes, and he's had to adapt to moving around, so I want to hear... What he wants to talk about for that.
1: He's no longer Asian. No, I'm pretty
0: sure Andy is still Asian. <laughs> 100%. Yep.
1: Andy's a white name. Looking at my skin tone. So? That's just a tan white person.
0: Uh, <clears throat> okay, well. Andy's ethnicity has not changed, but every, other things in his life has changed. So, Andy, do you want to talk about something?
2: Yeah, uh, so I got a lot of things I want to talk about, actually. But we'll just start with uh, broad things. Like um, recently, within the past year, I have moved around quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I moved to Texas for a good six six to eight months. Mm -hmm. And I've been over there for a little bit. And then I moved to Utah after that. But throughout the throughout. Way and just moving around, it's always been like it's always been the same thing every time I move to a different state. And that's like the the big three things I want to talk about is basically getting used to like the, well, the first one is getting used to uh, the culture slash community you're gonna be in. The second one would be uh, like how like how different it is compared to where you were before like Texas versus Utah or like Louisiana versus Utah or whatever. And like there's little subcategories along uh, along the way that I'll also mention. But the third thing would have to be you as a person and how you change and how you adapt to each obstacle or whatever you come up with, basically. Okay. So, yeah, we'll start with, Actually, you pick, which one would you like me to start off with?
0: Well, I want you to start off with the first thing you had to do, which was the culture shock, like moving from place to place.
2: Okay. Um, so from Louisiana to Texas, well, Texas after I finished uh, training, um, the biggest culture shock, it wasn't really that much
1: difference of a culture shock over in Texas. Is less flavoring, right, Andy? hey less seasoning. <laughs> T- Texas can't season like yeah. we do.
2: Nah, man, they cannot. It's not the same anymore. Mm. It's mm. worse than Utah. Yeah, like that spr-
1: <laughs> that sprinkle salt right there, that sprinkle salt that you don't get, you know. We put a whole canister of salt, they put a little sprinkles.
0: And that's why we're number one in diabetes, but it's a different story. Yep.
2: But uh, the culture shock in Texas wasn't as bad as it was in Utah. So in Texas, you're still in the south, and it's bordering Louisiana. So, I mean, it wasn't too much of a difference. Um, In Utah, completely different uh, scenario. Um, How do I explain this? There's more people slash kids in general walking around the streets all carefree and all that, especially during, like, the afternoon times, and I'm sure you guys know over in Louisiana, that really doesn't, it's not really often that you see that, Yeah. at least from where I was living, at least. It's,
0: it's a little more dangerous. It's like, everybody,
2: yeah, everybody's usually uh, inside around, like, five, six, or whatever time they get home, usually, they just get home, they don't hang out outside. Over here, you see, like, you see kids roaming around together, just hanging out, skateboarding, all that kind of stuff, and it was just a complete shock to me, because I was driving around at like 6 or 7 uh, p.m. and Mm -hmm. there's just still people around just doing whatever, hanging out, and I was just like, this is so different from back home, like, what's going on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You get your ass in house or you get in trouble?
2: Yep, basically. Yeah, that that was one of the biggest things. Um, Another thing I've noticed in terms of, like, the culture shock was uh, a lot more family-oriented over here. That's not to say that it wasn't family-oriented in Louisiana. It's just over here, it's like, how do I explain it? You ever seen those old, like, Disney Channel movies where it's, like, your typical uh, nice neighborhood and everybody's, like, they know each other and they're, like,
1: is, man. It's called a cult. It's, no,
0: a, it's, it's called, not a, called cult, a cult, Andy. It's called the suburbs. C-
1: the suburbs are cults. Hey man, that's questionable. <laughs>
2: I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> Look.
0: But
2: um, uh,
0: but you're like in Utah, Mormon country. I mean, I'm pretty sure most cults have come from Utah. To be honest.
1: Cults. Yeah. I'm just saying, suburbans are just, just, just the, you know, the. Uh, what was it called? The covering for cult leaders. I live in a Utah suburban neighborhood. I lead the cults.
2: <laughs> right. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It might be, but yeah, that was different. Like, oh, this past or this past Halloween slash Thanksgiving, um, I was walking around the mall and they give out. Uh, candy and everything at all the stores in the mall and you see, like, a bunch of families around trick-or-treating inside the mall and then outside, they have, like, a bunch of trucks, so, uh, what was it? Trunk-or-treat or or whatever?
0: Trunk-or-treat?
2: That sounds really... Wait,
0: that sounds really fishy.
2: I mean, it's a bunch of trucks with a bunch of, like, families on them and then, like, it's trick-or-treating, but you go Um. around like the little parking lot outside of the mall so it's like
0: you make it run outside, you go into the mall, and
1: you go back outside. Or whatever. <laughs> that's but, a, that like anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> okay, okay. I got you. That's the whole point
2: of any. That is cult life right there. <laughs> <laughs> next I don't know, man.
1: Next, next thing you see, you see them with matching bumper stickers.
0: They're all driving the same truck, same color.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, those ugly Chevys, what? <clears throat>
0: <laughs>
1: Shout out to Shabby.
2: Shabby. Shabby. But uh, nah, like just what you see in the movies, basically how uh, you see families going around Christmas shopping in the mall, or you see families going around trick or treating in the mall. It's a lot different than back home.
0: Yeah. He's making so, nice. That, that's
2: one of the biggest. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, he that's making, one of the like, biggest
2: culture shocks
0: shanking I'm sorry. Finn was making like shanking like physical looking cuz he's talking about how dangerous we are, but yeah. I under- I understand like <laughs> what you're trying to say.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's the biggest culture shock for me at least. Okay. But yeah. So what's the next topic? Oh. So with the culture shock or you know trying to adapt like what kind of obstacles have you had to face like trying to adapt like I know you probably are homesick and you do like miss people and as a young person like this is all like new to you I mean you're out on your own doing this kind of stuff so like what would you like tell people that are in your situation or what kind of obstacles have you faced and then like what would you try to tell people in your situation
2: I'll tell them to do more research about Utah, make sure it's not <laughs> a cult state.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But anyways
2: <laughs> Nah, um one of the biggest advice advice I can give you moving from different areas is uh just don't be so narrow minded about it. And that's just in life too, but don't just uh just close yourself off and um and just stay away from it because Obviously, you're not going to be able to stay away from it because you're living there now. But uh, I guess be flexible, basically. And I guess take it as it goes and don't just try to, like, just go against it, basically. Go with the flow with how things are changing. Um, for me, for example, um, I tried to, I guess, close myself off and not accept the change at first because of the fact that I still held on to that mindset of, uh, oh, I'm an Asian person and, like, uh, think that's mostly white people or whatever.
0: Yeah.
2: So I have to quickly get rid of that due to the fact that I can't change anything about it. There's a lot more Caucasian people over here than minorities, obviously. So... K-K-K. What? Hey. The
0: KKK is not in Utah. Stop that. no. <laughs>
1: he's, and he's like changing, I mean, adapting, just wear white cloths, no one would know.
0: We're not saying Utah, no. If anything, Louisiana is KKK territory. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. We, we are KKK territory. <laughs> also All right. the AAA.
2: What up? Huh? The AA. All
0: Asian Americans. Yeah. So... But uh. Yeah, that,
2: that, was, that was one of the obstacles, was just trying to, I guess, get used to where I was living, basically,
0: and kind of accept that. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to, like, relate with people and try to, like, talk to people whenever they come from a really different background from you. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm not saying other people can't do it. But I'm sure it's more, like, of a culture shock for them. Hearing that you're like an Asian from southern Louisiana, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. Usually yeah, the, the stereotype is, oh, you're from California?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. No, I'm
2: not from California. I'm from Louisiana. You're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah.
0: And you're like, there's a huge Vietnamese population down there, guys. Believe me.
2: Yeah. Yes, yeah, there is. But, but that's always the guess around here. It's like they're always guessing either like Las Vegas, Nevada, or like California. Just never anywhere on the East Coast from what I
0: noticed. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Interesting.
2: Interesting. Okay. But and, and then like another thing that I noticed is, uh, not noticed, but see, is like the slang. Definitely the slang. So back at home, we would say, y'all, y'all crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to do this, whatever, whatever. Over here, they actually say you all, and uh oh, Lord. yeah, that was up
0: different. <laughs> I can't, I can't stand that. It sounds, to me that sounds like nails on a chalkboard when they're like, you guys or you all. You know, it's like it's so much easier yeah. to say y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Just
1: that's be those white thing. suburban neighborhood
2: that's kids.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so soda and pop, yeah, no, for real, they all say pop up there, and it's all on their menus, and it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to what me. What say?
1: Pop. Pop? What, what pop. pop. Why do we say pop? Pop what? Popcorn? Pop balls?
2: Nah, pop. nah just pop. Poppers? Soda pop. We say soda, they say pop. <laughs> you
1: know what? They, they can go do something with that.
2: Call right. it soda pop. the next thing the next thing I'll tell you guys might shock you guys even more Um, another difference over here is uh, what okay it's kind of ironic like it's, it's a weird it's a weird like situation so over here the alcohol rules are and laws are like very strict and the alcohol over here is watered down compared to everywhere else
0: what do you mean? Um, they all, actually wait, wait, Do they actually put water in their alcohols? What you're saying, or it's like they only sell no, crap stuff? No, it's
2: watered down. Oh. <laughs> so, say for example, w- what is beer's uh, alcohol percentage? Like four percent
0: or something like that? Four percent. Beer? No, it's a little bit more,
2: right? Yeah.
1: What is beer's like seven point eight percent? Like for a good beer, and yeah, you can get get them from like well... flat...
2: yeah. So, what's the average, then, is what I'm getting at? It's around, like, like 7%. 70? Yeah. yeah about 70%. All right. Over here, 2.5.
0: Are you kidding? For beer.
2: Just beer.
1: I'm drinking piss. Same,
2: same brand of beer, but 2.5%. 2, 2.
1: That's piss. That's piss water. That's piss. <laughs> Someone peed in those battles and sold them.
0: Andy, don't drink the beer over there.
1: It's piss water. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, that's how different it is. It's the alcohol laws over here are ridiculous. They can't serve alcohol in front of you at restaurants. What? They have to do it behind. So basically, so, so what I, do they?
0: Wait, wait. So what do they do at bars? Like, they can't show you them pouring alcohol.
2: Okay, it's different for bars because bars are an established like business that sell alcohol. So yeah, yeah it's okay. But the prices are more jacked up because more expensive to open a bar over here and Alrighty. everything so the typical shot is uh pretty expensive
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
2: so they do they do everything possible to make alcohol over here a living nightmare so if you're a, a drinker and you cannot get on uh, the military base to buy alcohol on there because on the base it's normal it's like regular alcohol and everything yeah. like regular percentages and all that but outside of the base, if you go to, like, a bar or, like, a, whatever the case may be, nah, it's, it's more expensive, and alcohol is more watered down. No
0: kidding. So... so
2: but here's the, here's, the, here's the kicker, though. The difference is, over here, everything closes at, like, around a certain time, like, one or two. And the alcohol rules are, like, very strict and everything. But in Louisiana... There are no, like, there aren't that many laws to deal with alcohol, and it's not watered down.
0: Oh, and no. it's open
2: 24-7. Oh, yeah. Usually.
0: And you can get it at Walmart but, and Target, but just keep going.
2: PBS, whatever the case may be. But that's the thing. Why is it over here, it's more safer and everything. Like, it's considered more safe. you walk here around at night doing whatever with your friends. But everything closes a lot earlier versus over there in Louisiana. Everything's
0: open like twenty four seven, but it's more dangerous. See you know you're bound that's to cool. get into more trouble at night. It's just it's just a matter of fact, you know? But you're also bound to have yeah. more fun at night. And more fun with this is more
1: awesome alcohol. Too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You
0: remember those days?
1: Oh. Oh yep, I remember those days. Man, I'll be honest. I think all Utahians, people that live in Utah are lightweight. They, mm, come, they, you
0: they call they, y'all.
1: They li- you lightweight. You come to Louisiana, you drink one beer, you're drunk. You're done.
0: Look, I'll be honest. Like, alcohol's not my life. But I've come to really appreciate, especially during finals time, I've come to really appreciate Drive Thru daiquiris. Everyone's alcoholic here. Drive Thru daiquiris? Okay. Y'all need to get on point hey. with drive through daiquiris, okay? I'm so serious. A doesn't even exist
2: over here. You
1: know what? <laughs> Utah is hell. That's what it is. Utah is hell on Earth.
0: It's a cold, hellish desert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I think we're over-exaggerating. It's cold. Yes. Okay, yeah. talk about the transition to coldness <laughs> and what you've had to do. Okay, all right. am right
2: now,
1: it's like
2: complete shock to my body, basically. I'm coming from a a hot, humid area into a dry, cold area. And it's just, it's it's not fun. It's not fun on the body. I'm still trying to get used to it. So, some of the things that are, that come with both that are good and bad with both is uh, over in Louisiana or like over in the south where it's hot and humid, you don't get nosebleeds as often. So you're, you're like, your skin is more moisturized and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. We look younger down here. The only
2: here. bad thing is yeah, the only bad thing is that if you sweat, you're going to be sweating like crazy and all that. Like, yeah. was than it called? That. I think, yeah. over in Texas, after I was working out and I went to go take a cold shower, I was still sweating inside the shower. <laughs> so, that like, gives you get an idea of how humid, how humidity kind of
1: Kind of mad for me. Yeah, it's called the after sweat, Andy. See, New Orleans, yeah, you walk, true. yeah, you walk outside, you walk for like two minutes. It felt like you work out for a half an hour.
0: Ooh, but that's normal Andy. sweat. <laughs> yep. Over here in uh, Utah, over
2: in the cold, you don't sweat at all. Basically, after you work out, you walk outside, you dry, you're done. You don't have to worry about like sweat. <laughs> And then another thing that's over that's different over here is more static. Like there's a lot more static around. So if I go to touch my car, I'll shock myself basically because of static over here. I hate static.
0: Yeah, it it scares me every time.
1: Is that where Static Shock is from, Utah?
2: No, no. I'm just saying there's more static over here. Like if you go to shake somebody's hand, you're gonna get shocked. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's It's like those fun buzzers you get as a kid. The real life.
0: That's fine. Yep. So. Basically. <laughs> so Andy, before. But, oh. You have something to say?
2: Oh. Um, I was gonna. Oh, go ahead. Okay.
0: So before we move on um, from any anything that we're talking about, is there like a specific like challenge that you still face, like from just all the changes that you're facing? Because it's only been a year. For you living over there, right? Is there something Mm that you're still like you're not used to? Some kind of challenges that you're still facing?
1: Finding a date?
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Definitely, definitely. That's one of them, actually. But um, uh, the biggest one would have to be coming from or leaving behind like what you're familiar with, like in terms of friends and family and everything, Mm -hmm. and just being put in a different place where you have to basically start all over from networking around and meeting other people and everything. So, like, for example, back at home, I had BASA, I had LASO, Dubalba, basically the VSA community was where I was at. And I knew a lot of people. We would go out often, whenever there was an event, we'd go to that event and everything. And, uh, Yeah, it gave you a chance to network around or whatever. But over here, I still face that struggle because there's no, like, there's not really a VSA, I should say. It's just, like, culture groups.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No KKK. KKK, no VSA. Yeah. Whatever.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, there's, like, little culture groups over here. And, um... I don't know. It just doesn't give the same vibe, basically. Like, there's not events where we
1: uh, where
2: we hang out or whatever. It's more more formal, I
1: guess you could say. hmm A lot more formal. Yo, I actually you, you know you going from calling buggies to shopping cart. <laughs> what? Well, who calls it a shopping cart? First of all, <laughs> daiquiris drive-through. That's a norm. I have to go to a liquor store. What is a liquor store? Yeah. I, cu- I call it the corner store. Pretty much. Also, parishes. What the fuck is a county? Yeah. That's such a white people thing.
0: Andy, you from the? Wank.
1: You from the? Wait, Andy, you from the? Wait, you from the wank? <laughs> you moved to Utah? What the Damn, that's like, mm, mm, mm. if you, for you to who know the wank is, that's the the worst wank ever. <laughs> what? oh the worst <laughs> bank ever the w stands for worst <laughs> no <laughs> but honestly we we you, yeah you're going from like like god putting tony's on everything to a place that I probably don't know where the hell tony's is they
2: don't even know what tony's is they don't even understand
1: it But yeah but uh, let's get on you know with the second problem right now
2: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no. So
1: that's yeah, no. I'm like, what was it for me? Is um, you know, I am hearing you with your adaptation of you know dealing with Utah, moving away from the VZ community and everything. Mm-hmm. And that's that's honestly a struggle, you know. Like you you're moving basically from something you've you've known all your life. You you connected with so many, and you just you just feel so comfortable to an environment where you feel so out of place. You're like a red dot on like a white canvas, you know. You're just, it's just not you. It's not. Well, it's not you yet. And you know, <laughs> I'm saying it's not you yet. You put on that white coat. That's you. But uh, <clears throat> what I'm saying, like, uh, <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, but uh, no joke. I, I love Utah. But uh, what I'm saying, like, I feel like for you to really adapt and like this from uh, just my personal things, like. kind of can, like kind of you like you say open-minded to everything around you to what you do i feel like that's one of the great things Uh and like to actually just um connect with groups that's so different from what you used to you know join a club or something join a gym that's not you join a a sporting event that you've never done before i feel like those are like the best thing you can do in a new environment. just do something you've never done or something Uh you love like i feel like if you like hobbies don't change you just gotta find people with the same hobbies as you and I find, you know, that's just what it is.
0: I mean, you still playing league, Andy? Yeah, I still do all that
1: normally, you know? Mm. mm. Okay. I mean, real friends. Not league friends.
0: Okay. You can be friends with your league friends. What? What are you saying? You can't be friends with your league friends? Do you, you, do you use your league and, uh, friends, ben?
1: My league friends who are <laughs> they? I, uh, I have a story about that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like no just, so, just bring a hobby man hobby hobbies never change yeah. and like just find people that love your hobby with you like it's like that's that's connections right there you know you that's something you can talk about for hours without caring just how- yeah that's, that's true so uh back to the topic
2: on uh yeah you could be with friends that are online i guess you could say because uh ever since i've moved out I've actually gotten the chance to meet some of my old friends that I used to play games with. really um, I travel- yeah, yeah, I traveled to California and um let me see. I visited a couple of my friends that I used to play uh, these other games with, and then I visited my league friends over there. and it's weird because even though we haven't met each other, we didn't meet each other yet like in person Mm -hmm. we still talk as if it was normal and nothing was different like as if we were just friends our whole life basically Mm.
1: like the the conversation
0: yeah yeah it
2: was an interesting experience
0: that's awesome like see if you could just connect with people on that basis like any kind of like connection like anything that could spark that kind of feeling you know that kind of chemistry it, I mean that's what I'm saying league or something else of that nature you know you could just be friends with anyone he, ha-
1: he had to see them in real life yes checkmate
0: but still he was I'm saying you could connect on that and then eventually just go beyond that you know
1: physical touch You know what?
2: <laughs> sorry. yeah but uh back to the topic of uh one of the struggles yeah i still struggle with that it's difficult to find like a group of people over here that uh have the same passion and interest as you yeah. well for me at least because i'm from the south and i was from uh bsa when i
1: Why 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 don't you create a VSA up there, Oh, Lord, no. mm. Andy? Andy, start, start, You'll be the only member. <laughs> start the VSA, start the VSA in Utah. <laughs> just call it the I'll the uh, community around.
0: There is no like Midwest like there is no Midwest VSA's. There's like a big gap like in those states. It's hilarious.
1: Just just create it. Created with all you, you, you know, or U- utopians or utopians. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I don't know what to call them.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't know what to call
0: them. just people of Utah. <laughs> people of Utah. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm sure. Like. Yeah. I'm sure. Once you find like that thing that you really stick to, uh, may, may, like maybe fitness or something like that, you'll just find people that are going to be attracted to that kind of aura that you bring out, Mm -hmm. because you're a pretty positive person, Andy. I've known you for a while, and you you Uh, tend to be more optimistic, and I think if you bring that kind of energy, yeah, I think if you bring that kind of energy out to, like, an environment like that, a public environment like that, it'll definitely, like, attract people to come to you.
1: That, that's so true. Uh, that's so true, Andy. Yeah. I could, I could see
2: that. But creating my own VSA? Mm, that's a lot of work, you Dude, know?
1: Hey, <laughs> hey. All you need to do is gather like 30 people of undying loyalty, get a blood sacrifice. So I'm a cult. <laughs>
0: no, no, yeah. No, no, it's not a cult. <laughs> you just say VSA, and then you do all that, and it's not a cult. It's a VSA.
2: It's <laughs> oh part of my culture back from where I'm from.
0: <laughs> That's how all VSA's start, Antney. Don't you remember? Blood <laughs> the history of Yono Vasa.
1: <laughs> they start with blood <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> okay. I think I was
0: unconscious
2: for this part. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Yeah, I yeah, see. The the you know the mm, what is it the membership is not money, is literally undying loyalty.
0: Mm. <laughs> Which, loyalty is the topic of our next episode, but we'll talk about that later. So, Andy, (laughs) I really appreciate you talking to us tonight. Talking about all the Uh difficulties you faced and all the fun stuff. Alcohol, everything. (laughs) Um, I really appreciate it. So, at the end of every episode, we have kind of a philosophical question kind of philosophical not really but something a little deeper than the questions i've been asking you and Uh you're gonna answer it first we're all gonna answer it so the first part of the question is do you have any regrets do i have
2: any regrets yes yes i do have some
0: okay and
2: um I, i have a couple actually Mm-hmm. The first one would have to be. I regret. Uh, I regret making dumb choices that uh, that involve money. I guess you'd say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: As, uh, recently, I started creating like uh, debt for myself through the credit card.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I regret doing that. But I mean, slowly I'm starting to pay it off. It's starting to go away, and I'm almost done with both of them. So. I mean, but still, at the same time, it's like I could have been saving that money for something else. You know, that's that's one. That's my first regret. Mm-hmm. Um, the second regret is uh, not putting myself out there enough to, uh, I guess, meet these other people with the same hobbies and interests. I've been more reserved than uh, than usual. I would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So those are my only two regrets.
0: Would you do anything differently? Like, would you try to, if you could go back, like, would you do anything differently within your life to get rid of those regrets, or would you continue on living life as it is?
2: Uh, hmm. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm a person that believes everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. especially whenever you make it, your own decisions, and you're living on your own, making your own decisions about what to eat, what to pay, where to go, when to go, just just stuff like that. It's, I feel like I would not change it just because of the fact that I've learned stuff along the way that will help me uh, grow from it, basically. So now that I know that, it won't happen again. But at the same time, I also gained the ability to give advice to other people now so, people that are just starting to move out, if they were to ask me questions, I'd be like, hey, don't spike up your credit card or don't get a credit card and use it, like, all not spotly or whatever, you know? So, I mean, it's a, no, I would not, I would not go back and change. Good, good
0: answer. What about you, then?
1: What? Change everything? Yes. Become a billionaire, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, honest, honestly, for me, is I agree. You know, things happen for a reason. And um, obviously, I have many regrets in my life. You know, I regret not doing certain things when I had the chance. I regret not taking opportunities because, uh, yeah, fear of not taking opportunities and such as that. But at the same time, you know, it's I would like to go back. Because I felt like the moment it happened, I just thought I should have done them, and I think it would have been some of the, some of those situations would have been better if I did do the things I wanted.
0: So, what kind of regrets do you have?
1: Oh, oh, so many. Um, maybe maybe going to possibly going to a university outside of Louisiana. Good. Yeah, um, you know, I got offered actually from a university outside of Louisiana for, you know, for almost a full ride and didn't take it because, you know, I was just, I was kind of afraid. I am kind of afraid to kind of leave my comfort zone and everything. And I feel like that was one of the regrets I had. But at the same time, I, I'm, I'm glad that I stayed. I'm glad I stayed at Loyola because, you know, I get to meet all the great people that I did. Yeah, meet all the great people that I did, and uh, meet some of the great p- people that I didn't want to. But you know, that's that's both sides of the spectrum. You can't have the good without the bad for any situation. So yeah, if I could, I might want to see how it goes going outside school, outside states for school. But I don't hate my decision.
0: Okay. I like that. Uh, give me one second. It's fine. Okay, um, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, of course I have regrets, like, I really wish, um, oh my gosh, this is so annoying. Okay, um, so I really wish that I could have been more outspoken growing up, uh, more outspoken to people that did me wrong, you know? And I feel like uh-huh. I was able to do that more as I grew older. But I still am not quite on that level where I want to be because I feel like I would let people just like boss me around even though I'm in a higher position and I shouldn't be bossed around, you know? And so I wouldn't do anything differently. I don't really care to see like how I would have changed or how differently I would have grown up if I were to actually be more outspoken growing up. Because I feel like now I know, like, why I should be more outspoken, or I, fi- I figured out, like, you know, growing up, the reasons why I need to be the way I am, you know, or why I need to change something I need to talk about, or how, to, how my interaction with people need to be different compared to when I was younger. Because I can say, like, I grew from those decisions, you know? <clears throat> yeah. So yep. yeah, those are my regrets. Um, it, it's your phone. Yes, it is. My phone
2: has been here the whole time. No, it's your phone. It, it just did it. No, just now, just now. Yeah, It's your phone. <laughs> so, yeah, I agree. I uh, I understand both of your uh, both of your regrets because those were both one of mine at one point in time, not being outspoken and uh, fear of leaving my comfort zone. And I'll say it's pretty hard getting over those and uh, not getting over those, but dealing with those, like moving out of your comfort zone is a big one because you're getting away from something you're familiar and comfortable with and you're taking a shot and just being somewhere else basically. And being outspoken, I didn't, I didn't really feel as if I was, uh, more outspoken until I joined DSA, basically. Yeah. Whenever you're... I was more reserved, like, were, and I was just doing what I was, I guess, was told usually and just didn't, didn't defend myself, kind of.
0: Yeah, you usually have to push yourself or you find someone else to push you out of that kind of way. hmm Yeah. We've got yeah. plenty of people that we know that do that to us daily.
1: That's mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Who? People I hate, many, start with a Q, start with a P, oh, what? Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much, Andy, for uh, letting us take up your time. So we can talk about this. No problem. Um, I definitely want to have you back on like later catch up with you and then you know just talk to you regularly (laughs) um yeah that's fine yeah so i hope you have a good day night at work and Uh everyone stay tuned for the next episode because i know i said i was releasing the first three episodes but actually i'm releasing the first four episodes all together so you go to the website you see all four episodes, and you can just click through them and listen to them in order or out of order, whatever you feel like it. And, yeah, follow us on Twitter, too. Andy, do you have a Twitter?
2: No, I don't have a Twitter, actually. Andy, you <laughs> should make a Twitter. Media I don't have.
1: Follow <laughs> him on MySpace.
0: Follow us on MySpace. <laughs> Jeez.
1: Go for That's Tumblr.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, Tumblr's, like, going out of business, isn't it?
2: Oh thank you Andy No problem no problem